the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I have not had a blast in that Democrat hellhole sewer of corruption in a year. It's been, it was wonderful. It was so wonderful to know that you are surrounded by hundreds of people, business owners, of like-mindedness, of, of integrity, of character. There were no socialist, communist, scallywag, Democrat scourge or scum right up until you got in the elevator. And then all hell broke loose. Because they have a way of commingling around. I'm sure a couple snuck in for a free dinner. Leeches and roaches that they are. However, um, for just that few hours, wasn't it wonderful if you were there? And that's what I try to convey to everybody. The election day. Everybody's all excited. I'm not going to give you that Pollyanna. It's going to be a red wave and all that. No, not at all. Not at all. We're dealing with people. That was uh, the prime example was this, this moron who claimed to have been a veteran that got in the elevator with me at the end of the night at Freedom Summit. We were talking amongst ourselves. He was uh, in, in the side of the room. and We said, you know, election, got to have a red wave. And, you know, there were a bunch of people in there. And I have a policy where I try not to fight in front of my wife. I did it when we were dating and it just ended poorly. Anyway, um, he goes, well, at least he's not a traitor. And I thought to myself, okay. Rather than do the Melrose Park argument, let me reason with this piece of garbage. Because he said, I'm a, I was a veteran in Iraq and Afghanistan, which shows how stupid this particular moron was. Now, for all I know, he was at the PX arranging socks. Not everybody that was there was actually a warrior. But anyway, aside from that, I said to myself, how could somebody sit idly by with who we're talking about? This is not somebody new to po- 50 years of what I consider to be a war criminal. Joe Biden is a war criminal. Does anybody remember Serbia? Not anybody? No? Because no. you know, history in America just started, what, six months ago. That's as far as anybody can remember. Fifty years this, this buffoon has been killing innocent people and sending our boys and girls to do it. It's just an atrocity to me. So I said, well, what about the $1.5 billion? See, this is the argument if you ever run into one of these absolute and total imbeciles. Now, if you run into a municipal worker in Chicago, expect it, because that son of a gun is going to retire like he's worth $3 million. So he'd hit his mother in the face with a shovel, let alone vote Democrat. That's no big deal. But when you, when you realize that the Chinese Communist Party gave him, his friend Devin Archer, his childhood friend, and Carrie's stepson, $1.5 billion to pretend to be a hedge fund. 
each one of them pocketing $50 million in commissions that never actually went to work. The money never went to work. It's a payoff. That's it. It's over. He is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party. The sitting president is a traitor. The only plausible deniability he has is that he has dementia and doesn't remember cutting the deal. And now he's in this soiree of eco-Nazism and eco-fascism where they're going to commit an uh, economic suicide in America that would make Germany blush. And I've got the clips for Germany if you're unaware of what exactly is happening now. But when you pretend to be a veteran, this is what the, it should awake everybody to the scam that is the American government. Since World War II, the foreign policy of this nation has been to enrich the most corrupt and support a bastardized currency. We do not have foreign policy. We have spreading out the bribery so more people are in on it and will go along with it. It's like the city of Chicago giving jobs to all of the Mike Madigan short-in-the-pants Irish Mafia so that neighborhoods will forever be Democrat in perpetuity. Same thing, only this time it's the whole world. And when you think about who Joe Biden was when he had his marbles, not now that he's Benjamin Button at six years old, when he actually had his marbles, who Joe Biden was, does anybody remember Joe Biden? For many throughout the region, the scars of the war of the 1990s are still raw. The memories of lost loved ones uh, are still fresh. But I'm hopeful that the steps we're taking to ensure future governments and future generations, I should say, grow up in the region marked by peace, stability, and greater prosperity. And I'd like to add my condolences to the families of those whose lives were lost during the wars of the 90s, including as a result of the NATO air campaign. 489 citizens murdered. Innocent, innocent citizens. Men, women, and children. And that's just Yugoslavia. What did he do in Afghanistan? I mean, aside from pulling our troops out and killing 13 troops that nobody even gives a rip about except their parents, let alone the veterans that come back and say that Joe Biden is not a traitor? Well, at the very least, veterans... He's a war criminal. And look, the other thing is, Al, you know, we've talked about this, and every black listener understands this. Where's the one that I wanted? When I was in your position, I was suggesting we bomb Belgrade. I was suggesting that we send American pilots in and blow up all the bridges on the Drina. I was suggesting we take out his oil supplies. I was suggesting very specific action. That's not total victory. That's not the victory I want. That's not the victory John wants. I've been saying we should go into the, on the ground. We should announce there's going to be American casualties. We should go to Belgrade and we should have a Japanese, German style occupation of that country. Why, some of you ask, have I been so relentless on Serbia and Kustanica, who I do not trust? Why have I been so reluctant, so persistent in not providing aid? Because you're a warmonger. You're a criminal. You're a corrupt whore who's clueless and dim-witted. But at least you could form sentences way back when. We're the people of Serbia, who are many good people. Why? Because until they look in their hearts, they can never cure themselves of the disease that they are the oppressed. 
And as long as they operate on that standard, this cycle will continue and continue and continue. He's justifying murdering them. Do you get that? Do the veterans get it? So that's why, not for vengeance, but for release, that it's necessary for them to look the devil in the eye. Kill innocent people for the release of others. Do you listen to this? Now, now, now reason with the fact that 87% of all drone strikes, while he was vice president, and Barack the dimwit, who couldn't buy his own property without Tony Resco's help, 87% of drone strikes killed innocent people. But nobody gave a rip. Nobody cared. And prior to that, the way that he got to be vice president was because he could put lipstick on the atrocity that was our murdering foreign policy. Senator Biden, is the president getting a little squishy on this? Look, you have probably the only three people in Washington here who think we should go straight to Belgrade and arrest Milosevic. But let's not kid each other. We're the only three people. The rest of this is malarkey. The Republican Congress. You know who the other two are? John McCain and Bob Dole, who never saw anybody they didn't want to blow up won't even vote for the bombing. The NATO forces won't even go along with the idea of ground troops. And whether or not the president will or will not is not relevant. The question, it seems to me, is what is the definition of victory? We sat in this program before. The definition of victory was all the troops out of Kosovo, the Albanians back in Kosovo, and a NATO-led force in Kosovo. I mean, are we supposed to forget about all this? This is who sits in the office. Granted, now he's sitting in soggy trousers. This is the moron. This guy shouldn't be president. He should be in prison. This is a traitor. So for the veteran and the other veterans who believe that Donald Trump was a traitor, why? Why? Because of five deferments went in Vietnam? So did this piece of garbage that sent, sent innocent people to kill more innocent people that covered up the failure and the murder by our military of God knows how many millions. And I mean millions because never forget Madeleine Albright. May she burn in hell for a thousand millenniums. This is back in the 90s, too. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice. But the price, we think the price is worth it. What happened, kid? All right, I couldn't hear it. My, my machine blacked now. She thinks it's worth it if you didn't hear it. You realize what Joe Biden is a part of? So to have a veteran... Def- I have more respect for the cream puffs sitting in those million-dollar pension incubators, those state trucks in New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Illinois, California. I have more respect for them. They do it for simple self-interest that they couldn't achieve on their own. But to advocate that Joe Biden should not be impeached simply for his war crimes. How about his lying and his economic suicide of America? How about the atrocity that he's putting all people through? I mean, granted, some people can afford it, but not most. I was in Massachusetts about a month ago on the site of the largest old coal plant in America. Guess what? It costs them too much money. They can't count. No one's building new coal plants because they can't rely on it. 
even if they have all the coal guaranteed for the rest of their, the existence of the plant. So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is they're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and using the same transmission line they transmitted the coal-fired electric on. Do you know why nobody's building them, Squirrel? Because they put onerous bureaucracies, regulations, penalties, and licensing fee. They price them out of the market. And the only ones that stay in business are the ones that bribe the Democrat mafia, like ComEd and those short-in-the-pants Irishmen on the south side. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. No, I. That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done. That's another impeachable offense. He's hampering the energy sector of America. This son of a dog needs to be impeached. Instead. I'm going to be lectured to by scum, ignorant, moronic, corrupt scum that he's a president and is where he should be. And then what do you do when you get caught? When this old dimwit says the one thing that everybody backstage, all the little Marxists, all the little communists, all the little pay to play scheme. Listen here. Listen, Joe, moron, do not mention that we're not drilling. Do not mention it. Then what do you do then? Well, now you got to spend out, send out the professional cover-up, the Ray Donovan of the Democrat mafia. Only this time, she looks like Sideshow Bob and has a hard time forming sentences as well. Uh, you mentioned about the president's statement or what the president said on Saturday regarding coal. Um, you mentioned a couple times or repeated a couple times today that those words were twisted. So who twisted them? Did Manchin twist them? Did someone else twist them? It's how it was reported out was being twisted. Um, so if what? you, and I want to be really clear because this is important. Uh, if you read the full transcript, the president was very clear commenting on a fact of economics and technology. Hey, stupid. Hey, stupid. I understand you're not there because you're smart. That was his own words, stupid. That was his own words. Uh, as it has been from the, its earliest days as an energy superpower, America is once again in the midst of an energy transition, and the president is determined to make sure. So that's the best you're going to get from these lying rats, scoundrels. Don't believe what you see. Don't believe what you hear. Don't believe what you live through. And that reminds me. You think things are going to turn out good tomorrow? Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the president Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I agree with you, dimwit. So that's why I don't get too excited about the red wave and understand what you're hearing close and polls and these scum pretending to be media they're just prepping you this is like when you fall asleep fall asleep at pete buddha judge's house and you wake up tied to a tree with your underwear in your mouth just prepping 312-642-5600 broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of illinois in the upper midwest in the nation and around the world this is the sean thompson show on am 560 the answer AM 560. The answer. See, and this is the best about the Democrat scourge. They pose themselves as intellectuals. 
even though every policy they have is an absolute failure. Their policies are about stealing others' money. That's why they bribe the politicians to make sure their donor money never gets stolen. That's why they need all the carve-outs rather than like a flat tax. Let alone all their foreign policies. So now the big lie, the big lie by the big fat liars, and they are fat, is that the Russians are pulling for the Republicans. Really? Why would the Russians be pulling from the Republicans? They're kicking our teeth in, you stupid idiots. Is that right, Crane Puff Jim? Yeah, hi, Sean. How are you? Splendid. I, I, I'm just curious. Why are the Russians throwing their lot with the Republicans? They're what throwing are they gain their lot with the Republicans. You know, Jim, you're probably a wonderful man. I would well, but I mean, the really chef, like the you. Chef, your level of stupidity and ignorance and your, no, but your, the, your, your the, uncurious the, nature... Do you understand what the Russian economy is really like? You don't believe CNN, do you? You don't believe CNN, do you? You know that they sold over 60% oil. They sold more since Joe Biden. They're stronger, not weaker. You really think they're weaker? All I know is the crooks are winning, Sean. Yeah. The crooks are winning. They're winning here and they're winning in Russia. Listen to me. This is why I like you. This is why I like you. Because you're selective. In your, in your observations. The crooks have been winning since you were a young man and could do a sit-up. Uh, the Democrats, you know what the Dailies did to that city. You know what the Madigans did to that city. You of anybody on this radio should never vote Democrat. You. But you're right in there wallowing in it, and they bought you off. I don't know what the pension is, but I hope it's big. Because I know in the back of your mind, you know I'm right. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean, happy Monday. Oh, I, uh, I got just three quick things for you, Sean. I, you know, after the 2020 election, I, that Jenna Ellis, she was one of the big promulgators of the we were going to get this thing fixed before it got certified. And I was just wondering what your personal opinion was, because, you know, you, you said in those couple breakout sessions with her. Oh, I, first of all, she's absolutely wonderful. I love her to death. She reminds me of my niece. She's a splendid girl. And she's, you know, she's wicked smart. But she has that flaw that most human beings have. I don't have it. And I'm glad I don't have it. She thinks everyone shares the same intention of righteousness. They don't. And we're from the city of sewers that proves it time in and time out. There's no level of corruption that will ever make the people that want in or are in reject the crime. Yep. None. None. That's why. How many good guys do you know that you grew up with? I'm talking solid guys, just like me. 364 days a year, you love them. But on that one day, what do they do? They go in and they vote for that $3 million pension. And they don't give a rip who it crushes. They don't give a rip. That's how you get neighborhoods that constantly vote Democrat. And the the one that sickens me the most. You know why I'm hard on the Irish guys? Not just because God made fun of them with their genitals, but because... They could have been anything, and instead they rolled over like pigeons, and they got in bed with the scum, and now they think they're, they're fooling anybody. You're not fooling anybody, short in the pants, least of which your girlfriend. That's why she looks sad late at night. Thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate it. Kevin, oh, we got time for Kevin? Let's go. Uh, I went long. Kevin, you hang on. You'll be first. Tom, by the way, before I go, I make fun of Tom, because when I met him, It was built like a bowling pin. He just needed a red bow tie and 11 other friends. He must have lost 70 pounds. He looks absolutely fantastic. And I take personal credit in that because I ridiculed him publicly and shamed him into looking good. I'll be back with your calls after this. I'm too fat. 
Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Probably the NSA squirrel. Something. FBI, CIA, DIA. It's one of those three-letter sons of guns. Someone hacked our uh, connection down here in Studio Xanadu. So we're going to do a little bit of it from the phone until we can repair it. We've got an IT team dispatched. In the meantime, we're going to take some of your calls. Give me Kevin in Austin, Texas. Sean, how are you? Splendid, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. So, you like Saturday morning cartoons when you're a kid, right? Sure I do. I, and I also enjoy how the Democrat politicians resemble so many of the characters. So, I wasn't sure, listening to your opening monologue, if you're Glum from Gulliver Travels, Schlepprock from the Flintstones, or Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, as far as your enthusiasm for the Republicans, Possibly kicking out Pritzker. I feel, listen, I, here's the problem. And this is why I don't Pollyanna. No, I'm not. Aside from the fact you have a built in mafia, you have a built in welfare roach class, all benefiting from the corruption and the failure of the Democrat Party. You have people that have a lot to lose that are going to make certain they don't lose. And there are a lot of people who have a lot to lose as far as parental rights, taxes, property taxes, things like that. Dan Prof talked about 318,000 people who voted for Trump in 16 and 20 but didn't vote in 18. If they get out and vote, if public participation goes up on the Republican side, they can get rid of Pritzker. And there are also three or four congressional races that can flip. And actually, uh, nuclear politics has in its toss-ups. So I just, I think it can happen. Listen, it can happen. There's no question. And I am optimistic. But nobody has explained to me that number is very similar to the amount of people that moved out of Illinois. And if you're in this mafia, you only move out when the pension kicks in. Well, I think, I, I just want to encourage everybody I'm not going to be a Lombardi right here. I wouldn't even be able to get up to that level. But just get out, get to vote, do oh. what you can, and then let the cards fall where they may. And then afterwards, all the people who are in the office accountable. I completely agree. And, you know, this is um, an interesting thing. Everybody should put up the best fight you can. There's no question about it. Absolutely. We're at the two-yard line. Keep pushing. Right. And, if, and in the event... It doesn't come out the way we want. Know that there are states out there that put in place certain breakers so that the how you do in Cicero way of voting isn't the norm. Absolutely. I'll call you for advice on how I should get my real estate license here in Austin, Texas. All right, very good. In the meantime, see if you can get an IT guy to help our IT guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have a great one. Have a great show. You too. Give me a uh, rich Indian head park, you handsome devil. Hey, Sean, how you doing? How was, how was the weekend? Oh, it was wonderful. I actually had a fantastic win, weekend. Good. Yeah. What I wanted to ask, do the Democrats actually know what a democracy is? 
Because the way I yes. see things is that the Republicans want to fight crime. They want to uh, have uh, closed borders. And they want to help the people to bring down inflation and uh, the price of gas and, uh, and the high price of food. And they don't want their interest rates to go up. So I don't understand. What's a democracy? If they're in charge, what are you talking about? When you advocate for a top-down mobocracy, you keep chanting democracy. Stalin bragged. He had the best working democracy. In a democracy, the majority takes away the rights of the minority. In a republic, they cannot, which is why they keep saying democracy and refuse to say republic. Right. They don't like that we're a republic. Right? Democracy is their goal because then they right. could implement their policies of force and extortion, which is all they have. They don't have success, or we wouldn't be in this predicament that they have to lie about. Right. And all it right. seems like all we worry about is, uh, is uh, killing babies and which way the wind is blowing. Exactly. Because all you have to do is soak understand. up fear and greed. And before you know it, you're a Soviet Union. People need to get out there and vote. Absolutely. They want things to change. Right. And if you lose, here's the other thing that I'm going to say that nobody's going to say. You don't have to take it. If you lose, get the hell out of there. Leave the next day. That's the only thing different that I'm going to say to everyone else. Because you have one life. You don't have time to burn on this mafia and their sexually frustrated wives. Thank you. Thanks, Sean. 312-642-5600. I'm going to go to break, and we're going to figure this out. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Technology. We got it working. And I say can't jam me up forever. I'm not Julian Assange. Uh, Candace, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. I, I got a couple things to say. I got an echo again. I don't know what that happened. Me too. I had one. Okay, you tried doing a radio South- show with it. Go ahead. I know. It's weird. When I was on the south side of Chicago, I wanted to be a Republican ballot judge. I put in an application. I kept getting hung up on. Every time I called the office, said, why isn't somebody getting back to me? Finally, what they did with me... They sent me to one of these meetings where they have the people who work the polls come and look at the new machines and this and that. All right. And they did that to get me to not be involved because it was the most horrendous <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It was way on the south side of Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's what they do. When they don't answer your phone calls. And then they pitch you on, like, little things like that. Go through the history of Chicago. Why do you think the mayor's race Mm -hmm. is in February? Think about that. Why why is the mayor's race in February? Because they want to make it difficult for people to vote. Because the weather. They want to make it difficult for people to vote. This is La Cosa Nostra. This is 100 years. These scallywags. You think think you're going to beat them? Come on. Go ahead. My second point is, after the election, Dennis Prager was answering, fielding so I called and I said something. You know, I worked the polls. God, we got a terrible connection, babe. 
Stop Candace, me. I love you. I want your you point. But I, I, it's terrible. I'm going to put you on hold and see if we can get her back. But her point is that people who do not understand the level that the people whose philosophy is about stealing money and controlling movement, they think that they want an outcome of honesty and integrity. They don't. That's why Democrats fund Republicans in Illinois. And the Republicans aren't much different for the vast majority of them. That's why Adam Kinzinger, who's Adam Kinzinger is, who the Durkins are, who the Bradys are. They like it like this, man. It's big money to be second. Big money. Because they always have the desperate people to raise money. And when it comes time for the elections, you think they're going to be really upset if Darren Bailey doesn't win? You think they're going to be upset if Stephanie Trussell doesn't win? No. You think they're going to be upset if the outsider, Al Kuypers, doesn't win? No. They want it this way. Why wouldn't you, when you really think of the grand scheme of things? Why wouldn't you? You can constantly fund the corruption. And the more it loses, the more money and power it gets. All right, let's go to Candace Mount Pleasant. Okay, Sean, sorry about that. No problem. Go ahead. Okay, I was on the Dennis Prager show, and basically my point was this. People were very down and out after the Trump election, and after they stole the election. And I told Prager this. You know, we had so many people come out and vote for Trump that they had to scurry around like rats for days. And we have to make them do that again. I agree. I agree. And then ultimately... You have to be willing to, to have the course of action of doing nothing. Now, that's easy you know, for some people to say, but it's, it's the only thing you can do. You could take the playbook from the mafia themselves. You simply do nothing, and you wait this, this, this scoundrel out. Otherwise, you know, this is the thing about like investing real estate in Illinois. right? You invest, and you want to. It's never going to equal the penalty for holding it, because the taxes are how they fund the mafia. So why would you put one nickel in real estate in Illinois. You wouldn't. And the only people that do, the developers that go downtown, they're bribed to do it. They're enriched to do it. They get special deals to do it. That's why no one's telling you 60% of that sewer is vacant. Vacant. Gone. Nobody's putting a nickel in there. Not even the greasy Tony Resco's son. He's bribed to do it. He's guaranteed. Section 8 housing. That's the Pritzker game. That's why Penny who looks a lot like JB, just a little more masculine, is very long in Illinois real estate. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime, kid. I, I got an echo, too, but I'm going to just talk through it. We're being, come on. You, you think they want me telling this? Come on. Uh, I'm right. the one that's going to tell you the FBI and the Mike Madigan crew all have the similar last names. Go ahead. All right. Hey, uh, earlier you were talking about this type of dimwit. And that, and um, a little bit about the uh, energy and all that. Now, here's something that that Dimwit can't figure out. Germany, Germany tried to take and do this whole thing with getting rid of the um, fossil fuel and going all green and everything like that. And now today, as we speak, they are busting their pumps trying sure. to bring because we got another bad connection. I can make your point better. In three controlled explosions, a former coal-fired power station in Germany has been partially destroyed. Two years ago, they blew up their own coal-fired plant. One year ago. It's the end of an era, as Germany's nuclear phase-out enters its penultimate phase. 
Three nuclear power plants will be taken off the grid on December 31st. And in the third year, guess what the Germans have to do now? Germany's parliament on Friday agreed to reactivate retired coal power plants to generate electricity. Wait, 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 but you blew them up. Hey, Germans, you blew them up. You took yourself off the nuclear. You took yourself off the coal. Now what? Now you're chopping wood and you're lederhosen. Huh? And shooting that German porn, which is a terrible language for porn. This would decrease... Stupid, 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 unt. ...their reliance on precarious Russian supplies, but would potentially bring the country further from its climate goals. The Guardian reported Germany's... Yeah, your climate goals. But you can live or you can be green, like a caveman and freeze to death. Granted, I think some of you are built for the cold weather. However, it's much better to turn up the thermostat, have your house get toasty. You could walk around in your lederhosen and not shiver. 312-642-5600. Nine, 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 nine. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest, we are having um, technical issues. There seems to be some sort of a Democrat bug in the system. Anyway, I'm going to go on and start without him. If he calls, he calls. If he doesn't, it doesn't matter. Because I'm going to help him sell his book because of what this mission is. Of promoting the idea that it's called America first, but what it really is, is freedom first. Laissez-faire economics first. This is the big argument that we're supposedly having, but we are up against a very corrupt structure, a very corrupt structure. So I'm going to tell you who he is, number one, and then I'm going to talk about his book, and I'm going to talk about the mission of what Trump's policies were, even though in the beginning he didn't articulate them well, in my opinion. However, it's irrelevant. It's not the man that I care about. It's the policy. It always has been. That's the difference between us and the Democrat Mafia. So, for 30 years, Gordon Sodland has been the head of a foundation. The foundation has donated millions of dollars to causes for children education, ending hunger, hunger around the world, and the foundation recently created the Sodland and Durant Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship at Duke University. Prior to this, Sodland built his money as the founder and CEO of Providence Hotels. He was so good at his job, he was tapped by politicians to bring him in as an expert on the private economy because without a private economy you only have a government economy which means you only have socialism see that's what the eu is the eu is a failure those people are slaves they're slaves in comfort and they're slaves in in, with certain standing but they're slaves ours is the only country that the government is ideally the slave It's not the case anymore, because we have modeled our government after the European governments, which is how you get these corrupt oligarchs in our society, these dimwits, who no matter how many times we catch them with their hand in the cookie jar, 
They continue to stay in this position of power, and that's what needs to change. That's what true entrepreneurship and true education of what laissez-faire and what made us the youngest and the richest country can do. So as I play you this tape of this imbecile talking through his dentures with his dead man hair sewn to his head, blown in the wind, it's very creepy looking. I want you to understand why he's lying and how he has to lie so that he can buy complacency among the slaves, the people who are victims. They're called ghettos where they live, Democrat hellholes of corruption. But this is why he has to lie, because he cannot afford to let them know in America it was never to be this kind of fascism. No political whore was supposed to be in control of sectors of our economy, let alone have the power to hamstring us or commit economic suicide the way the Biden administration and the American Democrat mafia is doing, as if it were Germany. Joe Biden, our 46th president of the United States of America, he's here to talk to you. Let's bring out our president. He's stumbling around trying to walk and navigate a cord, which could really trip him up. What happened last time under my predecessor? The economy left it in ruins. He's the first president in America since Herbert Hoover. To now he's, he, he can't say all the words because the dementia... It's like a clutch, and his clutch is bad. So he can't say America. He can't go through the actual words. But he wants people to believe that Trump left the economy in shambles. Wrong. Which is wrong. And this is why Trump should never have listened to the Democrat scum that infiltrated our government as bureaucrats like Pickleface Fauci and shut things down. Because Trump's economy was far more, far more advantageous to freedom, far more advantageous to the quality of life, because it was very close to the way American capitalism is supposed to work. So let's listen to somebody who's never, ever done anything productive except wield government corruption and government power. Let's listen to this 90-year-old fraud with dementia in his $6,000 suit. Lose more jobs than he got, than he had when he came to office. Fewer jobs. An unemployment rate, 6.4%. He lost manufacturing jobs. Hundreds of small businesses closed. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help him with that, because what this stupid son of a dog, this corrupt Irish shortened-pants mafia member, did was actually, ironically, correct. Because what he regurgitated was what's called the U6 number, the total unemployment. And it was that high after the American government did something so fascistic, so unbelievably European. It still, it still shocks me. They shut down the private economy. And that U6 number is the total amount of unemployed. However, right now... $9.4 trillion in their fiscal year of spending. The Democrat mafia has a U6 unemployment rate of 7.2%. little inconvenient, but they're not good with numbers and measurements. If they were, they wouldn't be afraid of their wife getting a ruler. In this state alone, let alone around the, the nation, thousands, and the country in a pandemic with no way out. Brilliant. By the time I got sworn in, only 35 by the time I got sworn in, not by the high makeup, five million people have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Now there's 220 million we got done. Man, oh man, it's, it, 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 it's mind boggling. Now go motivate everyone to go vote, you and the other war murdering war criminal, Barack Obama, who before he was elected president couldn't pay his mortgage or his car payment. What a place. Hello, Miami. And this is a great honor for Marco. Oh, I can tell you it's, it's great to be here in my home state of Florida. This is my home state. 
In order to make our country successful, safe, and glorious, I will probably have to do it again, but stay tuned. And the reason you should be excited about that is that because what Donald Trump did is send a shiver to the corruption around the world. He was willing to give the power back to the private sector. The rest of the world cannot do that. And in the face of their massive, massive atrocities and failure, where they have not only bankrupted their own countries, but have turned their people into living as if it was 100 years ago, no one is pointing this out as we pretend that the government, by correcting some of its failures, is doing the right thing. There's no better example than Europe and the EU. Now, without going to specificities as to why they had to eliminate currencies of countries and put it all under the, the uh, euro, the entire euro depended on one country, Germany. And in the midst of it, in its highest strength, with the boom economy, Germany decided to do what the American Democrat is guaranteeing will be done. They decided to hamstring and commit economic suicide of their most important sector of their economy. In three controlled explosions, a former coal-fired power station in Germany has been partially destroyed. The 110-metre cooling tower, the 250-metre chimney and 70-metre boiler house have all collapsed at the Lunen station. Last June, work started on dismantling the site, but it took 420 kilograms of explosives to demolish it after more than 80 years of existence since it was first commissioned in 1938. The reinforced concrete buildings had to be pre-drilled. We drilled a total of over 2,100 holes in the various buildings. Hundreds of millions of dollars to tear down they're coal fire plants. And then there's the nuclear. It's the end of an era as Germany's nuclear phase-out enters its penultimate phase. By the way, in Illinois, you have more than any other state in the country of nuclear facilities. Not one, I believe, operates today. When Pritzker was sworn in, I believe there were two. But that fat bastard took care of that like it was leftover dessert. Three nuclear power plants will be taken off the grid on December 31st. Symbolically, one of them is the Brockdorf nuclear power plant, which became a target of protest by opposition to nuclear power in the 1980s. At midnight on New Year's Eve, it shut down, much to its overseer's disdain. The last few days have been accompanied by a fair amount of melancholy. We have operated the plant for 35 years. And for 35 years, German economy was much stronger than it is today. All of the billions of dollars that you cost the German people irrelevant as they now, ironically, have to admit they're wrong. And yet the German slave, the European slave, the mindset of a servant doesn't want revenge or control of their own economy. They'll still bend knee to their government. Germany's parliament on Friday agreed to reactivate retired coal power plants to generate electricity. This would decrease their reliance on precarious Russian supplies, but would potentially bring the country further from its climate goals. The Guardian reported Germany's economics minister, Robert Habeck, called the move, quote, painful but necessary. And the reason is the people were going bankrupt paying energy bills. Now, technically, is that a tax? The answer is yes but it's not called a tax. 
And that is how this diaper-wearing, corrupt political who are in a $6,000 suit can go out and say something as ridiculous as this. And we did all these things without raising a single penny tax on anyone who made less than $400,000 a year. Now, if you're a Democrat, you're either too stupid to know that that's wrong or you're so corrupt you hope that you get in the mafia and you get paid enough to afford this kind of corruption. And that's who we're dealing with. Because the quality of each and every one of the American lives, whether you can afford it or not, has been eroded by the massive, massive economic suicide that Joe Biden and the Democrat mafia have perpetrated on American economics, on the American citizen. And now, the only question for tomorrow is, are there enough slaves to support a one of these rat bastards? Are there enough European-thinking slaves to continue to vote Democrat? That's the only question. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Bob in Buffalo Grove. How you doing there, Rob? John, good to see you on. Um, I'm getting an echo on the phone right now. Um, you sure it's not your hearing aid? You're uh, aging terribly. Let me let me change something. All right, go ahead. You want to make some popcorn? Hang on a minute. Everyone sing to themselves a little elevator music, a little Spanish flea. Did he hang up on me? He did hang up on me. All right, let's make work. Mark Wyer Miller's lucky day. What's up, kid? Hey, it's Mark Wire for you. Your man on the street. Hey, I'm heading out to Bourbon Street, and I'm going to be at the Darren Daily Rail o'clock. So, pick up. It's very at All right. Thank you, Mark Wire Miller. And, you know, out of the um, power plants that remain open, do you know how many generate energy? None. No. Thank you. Uh, Marge, northwest side. Hey, Sean, I have to tell you, I just voted, and every judge on that ballot is Democratic. I don't ever vote so in for order judges. To vote- there, there's two judges that aren't, though, that are running, that are Republican, and they're, they're running for, um, I think it's Illinois Supreme Court. Right, but the Illinoisans, they don't want that. They like when the mafia captain, Ed Burke's unattractive, homely wife, sits on the Illinois Supreme Court. They like it that way. They like when two Cook County sitting judges, sitting judges, are involved in the Table of Wisdom LLC that steal property and Section 8 house it out. They like it that way because they're moron scum Democrat who advocate for policies of fascism and extortion and control. That's what they are, scum of the earth. And they cannot exist on their own. Who they're existing on are you. You, Marge. They're existing on Dave in Downers Grove and Doug on the South Loop and Teresa on the Gold Coast and the producers. That's why they tell you how virtuous it is to be a scumbag, a socialist extortionist whose policy is about extortion and limiting his fellow citizen so he can give money to his master, the government, the government supremacists. And the players in that government, they just want to kiss their wrinkled asses. They want in on it. That's why no Chicagoan is upset. 
When's Mike Madigan's trial date? Oh, the day after Ed Burks. When's that? Never. And they like it that way. Because they want in on their mafia. They can't live on their own. That's why when I invite them to the cigar store, the guy in the, in the elevator couldn't get out away from me fast enough. Because he knows he's a coward. That's what a socialist is. They're cowards. And they need the government to steal the money from the producers. In the name of them. Right? And their entitlements. There are no entitlements, you scumbag. The only entitlement is to freedom. They don't like freedom. It's scary. And they're failures. The vast majority of them are bust-outs. Failures. Or they're trust fund babies who can never live up to grandpa or dad. Like Pritzker, fat pig, who wouldn't have five cents if it wasn't for grandma rubbing grandpa Abe and the drunk mom rubbing his father. That's what they are. So you think they care about election integrity? I don't think so. Uh, Where's the judge? Honey, money. We're gonna we're gonna go back to him at five thirty-five. Dog in the South Loop. Sean, um, the uh, if if Ron DeSantis runs for president, you know full well that that Donald Trump is gonna slam him, not just to beat him in the primary, but to utterly destroy him. And we got a taste of that last week when Ron DeSantis is running to. He re-elected governor. Trump goes on an attack against him, calling him Ron de Sanctimonious. And he won't yeah. help him in, the, in his campaigning. What is your reaction going to be when Trump starts the, the campaign to destroy Ron DeSantis? Well, I, 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 listen, I don't know Ron DeSantis, but if I did know him, I would tell him that if he's going to run, prepare to be attacked verbally, prepare to be lied about. That's what Trump does. Trump spent the bulk of his life as a Democrat, and old habits die hard. Trump is a wrecking ball. Yeah, but will you attack only Trump? Wants to... oh, of course I will. I did, did I not? Did you ever listen to me? I went after every one of his policies, except foreign. The greatest foreign policy president in 100 years, maybe more. And he had some great policies. He had some scum around him. I think that, uh, who's the guy that looks like Wayne Newton? that was uh, the lobbyist for Ukraine, Manafort, Stone, and Black. I think those are scum. I think Roger Stone is a freakish scumbag. I wouldn't let him within a 1,000 miles of me or anybody I cared about. So I don't like a lot of Trump stuff, a lot. That being said, what was the quality of life under Trump? Phenomenal. How many lives did Trump's foreign policy save? We don't know because we're uninformed. We don't care about the thousands of troops in the Horn of Africa killing people. We don't care about Yemen. We don't care about Somalia. We don't care about Syria. We don't care about these things. We don't care right now that Xi Jinping is meeting that inbred moron in my Uncle Charlie's pizzeria tablecloth, the Saudi prince of nothing. We don't care. But Trump cared. So Trump did great on that. And Ron DeSantis is young. I say uh, Ron stays in Florida and secures more property values. Thank you very much, Doug. See? It's about the policy, not the people. And the whole time I'll point out what a scumbag Roger Stone is and Paul Manafort. It's easy. They're like Rod Blagojevich. I'll be back after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM560, the answer. At Freedom Summit, I was able to meet wonderful, wonderful people. 
I have actually known this doctor for a couple of years now from Freedom Summit. He has decided to throw his hat in the ring. It's Dr. Yerkes for Illinois31.com. How are you doing, Doc? How's it look? I, I, it's, doing, it's doing really good. Good. Yeah. This is this uh, is good news. I want to tell you, thank you, John, for this opportunity to tell you viewers a little bit about uh, Well, we have I'm a terrible here. connection again, Doc. We got... Oh, you want to work um, with him a little bit, Honey Bunny? Wait, let me try this. Is that any better? Yeah, that's much better. Much better. Nice. All right, good. All right, so anyway, um, I've, I'm happily married 40 years with a wonderful wife and family. And my departed mom and my 94-year-old dad, the Sergeant David M. Yerkes, who served in the career, are my heroes. And they know my dad, and mom is to know me. Mm-hmm. My dad retired at 92 years old and worked 76 years as a plumber. Works a 65-hour work week. But, uh, but I'm a Christian and a constitutional, constitutional conservative who ran for United States Congress and stepped up in uh, 2018 against the Holocaust denier white supremacist Arthur Jones as a writing candidate okay. and a citizen candidate in Illinois Congressional District 3. So I supported uh, 17 candidates, all Republican candidates in 2018, except for Paul Vallis for mayor. So on December 1st last year, I was called again to run against a 38-year-old incumbent Madigan ally who put up Mike Madigan for speaker and a Democrat machine candidate in Illinois House 31. So she voted what I call the Unsafe Safety Act. So my campaign, the slogan is people and principles over money and power. So enough about me. Tell me what you want to know about my platform. Well, first of all, I mean, you know, I have the benefit of talking to you, and I know that you're a person who loves the principles of Americanism, something of the Enlightenment. This is an uphill battle when you're dealing with people who have been used to a pay-to-play mafia system. Now, the way that they draw the district, this 31, does it reach into the ghetto to assure the uh, welfare uh, corrupt class of the Chicago Democrats? Yeah, you know what it does, Sean? It includes Chicago's south side neighborhoods of Auburn, Gresham, Wrightwood, Marycrest. But it also includes hometown, my hometown, Oak Lawn, Bridgeview, Palace Hills, Hickory Hills, and Justice for All of Illinois. So it gives me a little bit of a chance. Oh, I will. But does it aggravate the people that they have had been victims of this crime syndicate called the Chicago Democrat Party drawing? these congressional districts, knowing that as long as they anchor it with the corruption in both their pay-to-play scheme of employment and the welfare-dependent class, that they'll nullify many of those people who pay for those benefits. You know, the taxpayers. Right. Are they aggravated at this? Well, there's a lot of them that are. And a lot of people that I've seen, they're actually really upset that she's been there for 38 years. And who wouldn't be? Yeah, well, listen, that's what they do, right? That's how you work your way up to the capo system. She's been a loyal foot soldier to the the mafia, the Democrat mafia. So she's entitled to her promotions and her cushy jobs and her fake nonsense. And I'd love to know, I wonder if she's related to a lobbyist. I don't know her from a chili pepper, but I'd be willing to put a little money on that. Well, she she definitely is entrenched in the Democrat Party, that's for sure. Yeah, maybe she goes to lunch with uh, Durbin's wife. 
God knows that uh, she's picking up the check. So uh, what is your door-to-door experience? Because we've had some positive experience from people running that they're sick of this crime syndicate. Are you experiencing that? Yeah. I've knocked on 3,600 doors myself so far. And I'm telling them I want to repeal the Safety Act that will make our streets safer and keep our kids safer. You know, I will support parental rights, and we need school choice because our public schools are failing our children. Most of them are not even reading at grade level. Uh, well, you're obviously a radical right-wing nut job who's running yeah. against the collectivist success of this Democrat mafia, which has produced a society whose biggest problems are, I don't want to pay for bail when I get arrested stealing. <laughs> this is all very, absolutely very, right. very controversial, you know. And as I was listening to... Um, Chuck Todd today, it's mm-hmm. Team Fundamentals, which is what they're calling the Mafia. They're fundamental. Fundamental Soviets is what they, they don't finish. And we, the, the party opposed to this failure, corruption that has destroyed American economy, we're Team Polarization. So you're obviously Team Polarization running on freedom, on liberty, on capitalism, on a small government and a strong public sector. You're obviously, uh, you're obviously upset to, to the oh, yeah. to, to the people, and I, I, when you have you have you had some opposition who said no, I don't like you. I want to kill my baby. Um, they're they're pretty bad. There's some of some of the people there are, are really they want to know my position on abortion. That's for sure. I'm rooting for the guy that can't defend himself. I'm rooting for the guy that can't make a fist to fight back the doctor with a hanger. I'm rooting for that little son of a gun. How about you? Have you tried that approach? <laughs> <laughs> not not no. yet. I, I, right. should, I should try to do that. Yeah, you should, rather than the food stamp the food stamp assassin <laughs> that's trying to kill him. In the meantime, where can the people go to help you? Well, the thing is, they can go to uh, www.yerkesfor31.com. Well, I wish you the best of luck. It would be a, it would be a wonderful opportunity for the kids who can't call a lawyer because they're not born yet. I think it would be a wonderful opportunity for small businesses that don't want to be an asset to the Democrat mafia or those people who understand they're not paying ad valorem taxes. They're paying crime taxes. So I wish you the best of luck, kid. In God the meantime, bless you. keep us posted. Thank you very much. Everyone check All them right. out. Support them. Good luck. If you want to push back Fire the Leviathan of corruption. Powers. Thank you very much. <laughs> 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I'm not home and I'm nice call. I'm home and I love to watch these scum defend their failure. Uh, Exactly what policy is not bankrupt? Hey, Democrat scourge. Exactly what policy is not based in extortion? Can you name one? What policy is not based in force? Oh, but you're a democracy. You're a democracy the same way Stalin was. The same way Adolf Hitler, who shared a lot of your policies. He dressed a little better than you scum roaches, though. In the meantime, you don't fool anybody. Now go wallow in your ghettos, in your sewers. You can't exist without rigging the game, because that's what you are. Liars, cheats, 
and scum. 10, 12, 15. Whoop, stepping on them. There's a, it's black. Yeah, it's a cord. Almost tripped you up there, huh, stupid? The thing that gives me the most confidence is the fact that the policies we initiated, people care about. Now, they want more. They right to. You want more fascism? You want more mandates? You want more government control? And congratulations, you're a Democrat, fascist, Fourth Reich scumbag. Ta-da! Neil LaGrange, I got a cousin with that name. Hi, Neil. Sean, how are you? Good, how are you? I was just getting in the car when uh, you were talking about when you were talking about Illinois 31. God, I'm hearing this in my in my ear. Really tough to talk, but uh, this uh, we got a problem with the lines. We've been hacked. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll I'll get through this. Mary Flowers is a hack. There you go. Uh, her her district before the before the redraw, the northwest corner of her district was Plainfield and Wolf Road, and then. <laughs> It would it would go back into the city, yeah. But but it was all a, like a lot of her uh, district was a rail yard where nobody yeah. was living. Oh, don't and worry, the vote's going to be vote, high in that rail yard. Probably got a cemetery, yeah, and their all, votes are high in the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All of her votes came from like Sixty uh, Seventh Street down to Eighty Seventh. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Cottage Grove. They had Mike Madigan the and the Democrat gangsters in the suburb. They had Mike Madigan and the Democrat gangsters draw the yep. maps like that. They need the That's ghetto right. anchor. Of course. Yeah, it's the ghetto anchor. Of course. Everybody knows when you... What's it like when you work with a Democrat? When you work with one of these morons? You got to drag them around, right? Because they're bums. So you got to have that you to know, offset the high producers. I a couple of times to the office because I needed some help. Yeah. They never called back. Neil, here's what I want you to do. Now you got the last day. What do you want me to do? Call oh, by the up. way, before, before this, now... So the, the the boundary line is about four blocks south now. So Durkin is now my uh, yeah. rep. Same to one. I think Durkin's got better cleavage. In the meantime, here's what you do. <laughs> you call her up and you say, listen, honey, I don't like this restriction on me giving you money. I want to give you a ton of money. How do I do it? She'll call you back in about four seconds. Thank you very much, Neil. No, yeah, you got to know no how to doubt. talk to a gangster scumbag. You could buy an alderman for like four grand. He'll come into your house, eat a banana, and drop off a fruit salad. Scum that they are. Right? Uh, right? Uh, what's the guy's name with the blonde hair? Bob Fioretti? You're a Republican now, huh? Yeah, your hair looks good, too. Get it done at a comedy shop? Joe in Naperville. Hey, Sean, I just uh, was listening to all of the presidents all over the country. Not all of them. Where's, where's George, George Bush? He's painting... Walking his dog, and he's about to go golfing. That's he's sleeping with Liz Cheney. Oh, that's a lose lose. His best and friend. And by though. the way, yeah. Bob Ferretti closed Felony Franks. Oh, yeah, sure he did. He doesn't like that. And he wouldn't know, have closed it. Park, Felony Franks had to hire his law firm as out. a lobbyist to negotiate. All it takes is $5,000. I get Bob Fioretti to do a jumping jack and a thong, scumbag. 312. 642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. The best the constitutions to read. The best is the 1936 Soviet Constitution. Oh, chapter after chapter. I think there's 13. You listen to the rules and the verbiage and the people and the right of the workers and the da 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 da. And what it is is a legitimized top down tyranny of government corruption. That's the one that the Illinois Constitution is modeled after. Let's call this new one Amendment 1. And we will legitimize labor extortion mafias to be stronger and have more power to strip away the money, the wealth, and the property of the honest American citizen. That's exactly how I see Amendment 1, but I have somebody who is a research fellow in economics, budget, entitlements, from the Grover M. Herman Center for the Federal Budget, the Institute for Economic Freedom at the Heritage Foundation, to discuss her name. Rachel Gresler. How are you, Rachel? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, Sean. Was the Soviet Union your favorite democracy or your favorite constitution? <laughs> what about that lie did you like the best? Well, that's the frustrating thing here with Amendment 1 is that it's being sold as a workers' rights bill when it is really a union bosses' rights bill. And only public sector union bosses. That's a little hidden thing here. It actually will not apply to private sector workers. Well, those are the richest. Those are those are the ones that make the most money. They have the most staff and they are the most obviously organized labor mafias. So that's who's always going to benefit because they own these political whores. We pretend are representatives. Government by the unions for the unions in Illinois, right? Well, that's why I love the idea that the uh, I hear you paint houses. The Frank Sharon mafia boss brags about a senator from Delaware who clearly has dead man hair sewn to his forehead and uh, a little case of dementia right now. And that's who's in charge. And it's only going to be that top-down, legitimized corruption that the Democrat Party lives on that will grow. That's what the people should have expected as uh, Joe Biden usurped the office. And I think his favorite state, and the only time he's ever slept in the proper location, was when he came to the city of Chicago, even though it's too rough to sleep, and I think he slept in a suburb. And uh, how does it look? Does it look like the Illinois has been so infiltrated by both labor extortion mafia members and welfare roaches that it'll pass? I hope it won't pass for taxpayers' rights and just for the well-being of the state in general. I mean, the level of taxation there and the unions running things and the corruption, you are in fiscal duress and it's going to get much worse. Before there was the COVID-19 state bailouts, I mean, Illinois' bonds were nearing junk status, and this is just going to make that work. You already have a provision in the Constitution that applies only to the public sector pensions. This will extend it to everything about public sector compensation and even include, quote, welfare benefits. I mean, that's not even defined in law, but it would probably include things like public housing Sure. For employees, that's what the Chicago Teachers Union is advocating for. And it simply guarantees that costs are only going to explode when property taxes are already set to increase by over $2,000 per household over the next four years. That's just going higher. Rachel, it's, it's astonishing to me 
that at every aspect of our lives as American citizens, anybody caught misrepresenting something is liable. There is a possibility for financial restitution and in some cases jail time. Yet here we are at this most important issue, and it's obvious that this entire bill is built on lies, its title is a lie, its intent is clear. How in the world is this legal? Well, lying seems to be legal for unions. When you look at the rules of even union organizing, they're allowed to tell workers anything they want, whereas the employer on the other side is not allowed to make any of those claims. It's very restrictive in what they're allowed to talk about. So it's really problematic, just the level of control here, especially for the public sector unions. And even looking back, President Franklin Roosevelt warned about this. He said we should not have public sector unions because the taxpayers, the whole of the people, don't have a seat at the table. The people who are at the table are on the same side. It's the union bosses who have the workers' dues, and they're contributing those to the politicians. A lot of the money is not going to work represent the workers it's going to feed politicians and their causes and you can essentially have this cycle where the unions are buying off the politicians the politicians are promising pay raises and all these other compensation increases and now that's not allowed to be changed by law if amendment one passes here's the thing rachel um this is your area of expertise economics entitlements and so on there is no entitlement in this country that is funded not a one All of it is used as a weapon, as a baton, to beat away and extort people from private sectors. They have one flaw, and that flaw is they didn't do the lockdown Soviet system where people were not free to leave. People can still leave, and the vast majority of capitalists have left. Is the plan to do what after the $200 billion of fraud where the rest of the country bailed out the sewer of corruption and so many others? What happens when that runs out? Has there been any talk? And more importantly, do the Illinoisans know there is no limit now that we've been uncoupled from the ad valorem system that happened quietly under the Obama administration to massively increase costs on those people who were ideologically optimistic and ignorant to the fact that your property taxes can be used and leveraged to pay this corruption? Mm-hmm. I mean, the good thing is that across at least the 50 states, People can move. And I've talked to people that are living in Illinois in the bordering states, and they're considering things like these unfunded pension costs. I mean, that's the equivalent of $167,000 per household in Illinois. It's a promise. It's not funded. So that's a future tax increase. And if we get to the point where the federal government is going to bail out the states to the tune of anywhere between 4 to $8 trillion in unfunded pension benefits, Social Security's got over $20 trillion in unfunded obligations. And we have this massive and rising debt. At some point, we're going to have a fiscal crisis, and there's not a solution where we can simply bail out all these underfunded pensions. Now, you're at the Grover M. Herman Center for Federal Budget. You're involved with the Institute of Economic Freedom, your Heritage Foundation. Why is it that objective fact that the states that are bankrupt all are infiltrated by the labor extortion mafia of unions. And all of the states in this country that are positive, that operate their budgets in the profit margins, are all right-to-work states. Is this just something that um, everybody knows, 
and they're willing to tolerate the corruption because, after all, the good people are always the ones that are extorted to fund the scum. Well, we're seeing that the unions are powerful, especially under this administration, and they're not using their money to represent workers. They're using the money to buy off politicians to enact laws that tip the scales towards them. And so we're seeing those states that have the forced unionism that are enacting these laws and just driving the higher unionization rates when really that leads to lower incomes, fewer businesses there. And I think we're not going to see a change in that until we have a different administration. Why do you think that people are so complacent with such obvious money laundering schemes as the Jane Byrne exit ramp, that we're in the 13th year, the Hoover Dam took four years. When you inflationally adjust the money, the Hoover Dam costs about 60% of what we already have in the Jane Byrne exit ramp. When you see the $8.5 billion squandered, in the urinal called O'Hare Airport, not a straight board. And you see the actual product that these so-called labor unions with all their superior work really delivers. Why do you think so many people are just uh, complacent and ignorant to it? The unions are just incredibly powerful. And so while in the private sector and especially in those right-to-work states, we see it more efficient markets. There are regulations that people aren't hearing anything about that are requiring things like project labor agreements that must be unionized work that performs these federal construction projects. And now we're spending trillions of dollars more in federal construction spending, and it's just feeding the unionized environment. If uh, Amendment 1 passes, is there a movement by Heritage Foundation to have the Illinois flag amended to include a hammer or sickle, or are we still going to pretend it's not a Soviet state? I think that people can speak with their feet and simply move to greener pastures. You know what's astonishing, Rachel, and no one talks about it? The tax auction property, which obviously was corrupted years and years ago by the Democrat mafia in conjunction with politicians and judges, but now they're at a point where thousands of properties are not even going for what the city and the county of Cook and the state of Illinois are willing to give them away. And you see the massive abandonment, huge expansion of these Democrat utopia, also known as ghettos and failed neighborhoods. You think that might be waking up some people that don't want to go through it, even though they're complacent to pay $50,000 for property taxes in Glen Ellen or 40000 in River Forest and God knows what in Wilmette? Do you think that the, the people who... Uh, have been able to navigate the policies of corruption known as the Democrat policies in Illinois, have just gotten kind of used to saying, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, I think that unions have done a great job at hiding the politics and the corruption and just the economic impact. They're able to cover it up and say, oh, we're doing great things for unions. But the outcome doesn't change. And so people can see when they have to lay off half of a fire department and lay off police officers because they can't afford the pensions of the people who are no longer actually working and providing those services. And then you have reduced public safety. Or when the new funding for the schools goes to paying teachers who retired years ago at age 58 and are earning 80 plus thousand dollars. Yeah. more than the current teachers who are working, 58 then is you're going to see and the quality of education goes down. For some of these fire departments, these mafia neighborhood ones, 58 is old. In fact, when you look at the who's advertising for this Amendment 1, it's a Berwyn fireman who uh, I'm sure is a wonderful cook, as most of them are. Yet does anybody understand that when these public sector firemen retire, 
that their pension is the equivalent of the private citizen having in excess of $3.5 million in a 401k plan? Or does anybody know that the rest of the country, 70% of all firemen are volunteers, and only these mobbed-up areas treat them as neurosurgeons? Is this something that's interesting to anybody? I think it would be, but this stuff is not publicized in the mainstream media. It's astonishing when you go to a state and you see that property taxes are 20% of what you see in Illinois. In these terrible neighborhoods like the one I'm from in Elmwood Park, which is, a, you know, it's, they do the best they can, but they're surrounded by chaos. When you see people in, in Elmwood Park, some of them pay 14000 in property taxes. And in River Grove, some people pay 12000 In these very, very mediocre neighborhoods, they're paying exponential, exponential taxes. And I know there's some aggravation, but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, is there an organization that is showing the people you are so unmoored from any pretend formula that's tied to the value. I mean, how, what's the excuse that the government gives these people when you compare them to other states? Well, I think they talk about the services that they offer. Well, can everybody um, go to yeah, a firehouse and get a plate of linguine of... and clam sauce? I mean, is that just me that can do that, or does everybody do that? There's just not awareness, I don't think, of what other opportunities are out there and it's also expensive to move and people have ties they have family living in the areas they are they want to stay there if they can but it's going to get too expensive for a lot of people stop reenacting an argument i had this morning rachel i so appreciate you coming on but more importantly i appreciate the relentless the relentless representation of objective fact that the Heritage Foundation puts forward with everybody that works there. I cannot say enough about your organization because the reality is the generations that have become used to the organized mafia called politic, politicians, Democrat politicians, seizing the future, they are not the ones we need to reach. It's the kids who are thinking about buying, who are thinking about getting started in their careers and their lives, you need to speak reason to, because nobody should be forced to offset this kind of open and notorious corruption, and nobody should get used to it. And it's only through education that it'll change, and it's organizations like the Heritage Foundation, and it's people like you. Rachel Gresler, thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I keep waiting for something to snap people out of the slave coma that they've been accustomed to. To realize these people aren't representing you, they're representing a scam, a fraud, a lie. And the ramifications are even worse for the people who don't get in the scam. You can actually still see the skid marks on the intersection behind me. Police have spent the day here canvassing the area, searching for surveillance video that may have captured what happened earlier, and also looking to speak to any witnesses. We did come across one man who was here last night. He tells us that everyone appeared to be having a good time. There was no indication. Right up until drug dealing, gangbanging, scum shot 14 people. Yeah, Sam and Mark, that intersection at Orleans in Chicago has just reopened after it was closed. No, it's not the same story. It's another one. Same ending. For a couple of hours this morning as Chicago police investigated. But as you guys mentioned, one person is dead and three others are injured after a shooting outside of a nightclub. That's not bad, right? It's Chicago. No big deal. More people get shot on an average weekend than Ukraine. 
So the, 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 the financial fraud perpetrated on the Illinois is not enough to get him to stop voting Democrat. The fact that the government represents the shooters instead of the victims, that's not enough. As promises uh, continue to grow by, uh, where's the Joe Biden on the phone call? The other thing is, uh, you know, we've talked about this, and every black listener understands this, that black crime is one that, in fact, are the victims of the crime. Yes. They're in their, in their communities, and they, they want help. We have to retrain the way we train police. We have to train police to be able, and we need more social workers. We need more psychologists. We need more people with, with mental health backgrounds in on police forces so that we don't just have the guy come in a, a, a you know we, we don't for example we don't have up on the humvees rolling in the neighborhoods anymore and that's not going to happen on my watch so the shooters get away with it the people get talked to like they're these students like they're morons and you're going to get a counselor i know you want justice for your three-year-old that was shot but that's not going to come and who's he talking to one of the greatest tax cheats in american history al the reverend from the church of perpetual tax evasion yes it's the same one as jesse jackson who owed the government $4 million, then Barack Obama got elected, and the debt went poof. But resist, we much, we must, and we will much about that be committed. Brilliant. Did you ever see when he was fat, squirrel? He's got a white jumpsuit on, and he's 380 pounds of just lion bull dung. Did you ever see Al Sharpton proving that it's not just the South Side Irish Democrats that are short in the pants? Uh, Mike, Libertyville. Hi, it's Mike. Yeah, I'm Sean, you're Mike, hey. but I'll go with any way you Sean. want. Sean. Yeah. Sean, I grew up in Franklin Park. I hung up at the Circle I Oh, I get We got a bad connection. Where did you hang out, Squirrel? Did you hear him? Where did you hang out? Rion's impressions? Oh, no, no. The Circle in Elmer Park. Oh, I got punched in the face there a couple times. Sure. Yeah. So um, my wife and I went to a restaurant in town. I lived built there. He was there. So I gave him the five questions. All right, look, Mike, future. I'm not being no. rude. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to figure out what's wrong. I can't do the choppy line. I can't hear a damn thing. Rob, in Ukrainian village, which did not get $40 billion from the Democrats, and it doesn't get any law enforcement either. Hi, Rob. Hey, uh, can you help me understand how- how we can know who won the Powerball or who didn't win the Powerball, what state they're from, what store they shopped at, and yeah. if, they, if they bought the doubler for fifty, dollars $100,000, a million dollars. I don't know. Hours. I don't know the answer to any of those questions. But what I do know in these Democrat-run sewers, that's the only way you can really make money. Somebody's got a lotto. It might as well be you, although you've got a better chance of getting shot in the forehead by a D student who's high on meth. Sorry, Rob. Teresa in the Gold Coast. Hey, Sean. Hi, Teresa. How are you? Splendid. Good. Uh, you know, every time I hear Biden and every other Democrat speak, it, it reminds me of Cheech and Chong. Do you remember Sister Mary Elephant? Class. Well, Class. my favorite. I, I have a Shut Cheech and Chong up. song. Yeah, I have a Cheech and Chong song Thank that's you. one of my favorites, yeah. And ironically, <laughs> Cheech and Chong would be thriving in America 2022. They would get all of those things they wanted. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, nobody would have, they would have never had to run from the police. <laughs> right? You know, that's the other thing. I got to tell you, that's another thing that's shocking about Illinois. I was driving down North Avenue the other day. Yeah. The smell, the open air smell of pot 
of marijuana. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You realize you're you're living in a fracking ghetto, and the only thing making money are pot dispensaries and gambling houses. It's truly a ghetto. Man, oh, man, Thank you very much, Teresa on the Gold Coast. How much more is it going to take? Let's see. I think everybody likes the policies, though. They keep saying it. Uh, on the economy, uh, you said here the president's plans are going to lower costs, they're going to get inflation down, but the president's been giving us that message for more than a year, basically without much success. So is it time for a pivot? So I disagree with that not having much success, because if you look at the president's policies, as it relates to, for example, the gas prices. They're doing great. And if you can't afford it, you get on welfare. We're going to give you some walking around money. You'll get uh, you'll be able to go to pot dispensaries. And what you're short, you can gamble at one of the Illinois Republicans gambling houses. Isn't Illinois great? 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Mexican-Americans don't like to just get into gang fights. They like flowers and music and white girls named Debbie too. Mexican-Americans are named Chata and Chela and Chema and have a son-in-law named Jeff. I love it. Mexican-Americans don't like feel to much get better early about the future. In the meantime, I like the Democrat strategy. They cannot run on anything that they do that's successful. Nothing. Nothing at all. So we're going to run on baby murder and the end of the world. And my favorite is this scum, James Clyburn. Scum. He actually makes Mike Madigan blush at how openly, fraudulently corrupt he is. But losing this democracy could very well be the end of the world. Okay, so are you asking voters to set aside what they feel about the economy? Because the Wall Street Journal, Kimberly Strassel, has this piece. Voters have sat through this apocalyptic movement many times now and know it's anticlimactic ending. Besides, they're busy searching for spare change to cover their rising grocery bill. So set aside the economy, worries about crime, which are at the top of all of voter polls about what they're worried about. And instead, vote for you or the world is ending. Nobody's saying the world is ended. You did the say there, though, end. it could be the end of the world. I mean, they lie right to your face, you smarmy scumbag. What's your net worth? I wonder if one of the 87,000 IRS agents will audit James Clyburn. Or maybe the not-so-lovely Mrs. Clyburn. I wonder. The, no. Democracy will be ended. The world will continue to exist. The world was here before. But, James, what about the republic? Hey, Democrat bribery pay-to-play scumbag. What about the republic, scum? Hitler, the world was here after Hitler. That's what we're saying. No, the world... No, Hitler was a socialist. In fact, he raised support for his fascism, his totalitarianism, the same way your unions do for their membership. Oh, it's the same thing. Worker Party Unite! Hitler would have been behind Amendment 1. Oh, he would have. And he would have looked better doing it. Of course, Hitler wasn't a big, fat slob, and he did wear pants and a jacket that matched. Big lapels, double-stitched. Well, not yet. The kind of world we have. The kind- Something tells me Awardi's pants are double-stitched. Oh, yeah, you can't risk that on one seam. No. The kind of country we have. We've got to decide how do we want to exist in this world. And, and then, in case you got a hard time deciding, Project Veritas exposed Chicago's very own... 
Bob Creamer, who's married to a woman, I think, who looks a lot like a transgendering Dustin Hoffman. Uh, she's a Congress birthing person. And Bob Creamer, who was also responsible for the Trump violence outside of UIC, he's got an entire army of mafia apparatchiks at his home. This guy's name is John, what's his name? Crover? Honey Bunny? Crover? And he is affiliated with the lovely Jan Schakowsky's husband. A lot of reunion guys? They'll do whatever. Oh, yeah. You want. Yeah. They're rocking. So I'm basically deputy rapid response director for the DNC for all things Trump on the ground. Nobody's really supposed to know about me. <laughs> no, I'm saying, we have mentally ill people. Mm. We pay to do <laughs> Make no mistake. This guy named Cesar Vargas. Is his name. I got a priest to cry on camera once. You know, Brad, Bob, and Lux, and myself are all part of the old school method where it doesn't matter what the freaking legal and ethics people say. We need to win this. Um, so Bob is really good friends with him. And Bob, talked to him this afternoon. And they are all in. If we can get 25 grand, they're all in. Our investigators wanted to find out what it would take to get the highest favorable turnout. Democratic Politico Scott Fovel was our target, and he was more than willing to lead us through the process of how to rig an election. We did them when we were in charge, too. What we did? We did the exact same thing. Boy, oh boy, I wonder if the IRS is going to audit Bob Kramer. I mean, there's got to be some reason he's in it. It's not for the sex. Could you imagine? Is there a dimmer switch dark enough for Jan Schakowsky? Is there enough Viagra? I don't think so. Oh, God. Anthony on the north side. How you doing? This is Anthony. I think what that parody that he was talking about with the lottery, how they can find out what was bought, this, that, whatever, who won what, but they can't find out, you know, votes that are missing or votes that are, you know, over votes. You know, <laughs> these Democrats are not what, not but rats. You know, yeah. I've been voting Democrat my whole life only because of my old man was telling me that. But these ain't my old man's Democrats anymore. Good for you, Anthony. You know I mean? You just put a you know smile I mean? on thousands of people's faces, Anthony. You just did. Because you, you had so enough much. of it. Keep doing what you're doing because you put a smile on my face every day. You know what I mean? You open it up to the eyes of many Americans and many Chicagoans, especially those Taylor Street guys. Anthony, you know what I mean? it means the world to me. Thank you very much. And whenever you get too blue, we love you. I love you right back. I want you to picture Tony Preckwinkle naked so you realize how lucky you are. <laughs> my God, can you imagine? That? Thank you very much. Come on, man. That's rough. Chuck and Dullivan, who looks probably hey. better than, than uh, Preckwinkle naked, don't you, Chuck? Well, you got sexy yes, underwear, sir. that's for sure. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, so we got we got three million four hundred fifty five thousand minus two million two hundred eighty eight thousand. Nobody said there was. It is one million one hundred sixty six thousand that my opponent has left in the bank. That's the big bribe. So tomorrow, I want everybody in District One to go and vote for Charles Farman, the going away party. I like it. Help me out. 
How's Orville Redenbacher on meth? How's your Governor Evers look? How's that? How's that, that sexy guy, son of a gun? Right now. He huh? he let BLM yeah. lay siege to Kenosha. I don't know why anybody in Kenosha County would vote Democrat. I want them to vote for me. I like it. The going away also, party. Go ahead. What's the name of your place there? What's the name of your site there, kid? It's called Barman. Thank you, Sean. BarmanUSA.com. BarmanUSA.com. Yes, sir. And if you win, you're going to you're gonna trim it down so you got the 5 o'clock shadow. You look like a GQ guy, right? My my girlfriend told me I had to change. I, I got four Santa Claus gigs. Hey, don't brag about your heterosexual nature here. We don't. We frown upon that. I really like our sexual proclivities perverted, and we like the fact that San Francisco ball peen hammers come with two balls. Thank you very much. Let's listen to a little Evers in Wisconsin. Are you confident in the parole commission, in your commission, as we sit here today, that they won't release any more violent offenders that will go out and reoffend? Well, what I am confident in going forward is that they will do their job by making sure that victims have a seat at the table. Go ahead, Wisconsin. Vote Democrat. Are you thirsty for more? Are you dying to be Chicago? Vote Democrat. I dare you. I dare you. Uh, David Lansing, worst comedic time in radio. Okay, well, I'm waiting until the end. Um, every time I vote, I ask for a paper ballot, and I've voted like 16 times, not on the same election like Democrats, but over my life. And last time I voted, there were Sharpie markers for the paper ballots, and they bleed through. Yeah. Now, if I was a Democrat, I would put all the... Sharpie markers in the Republican areas so they bleed through and ruin the back of it. All right. So here's the solution. You're not going to tell uh, me to wear a fanny pack and br- pull my own pen out of there, are you? Because I ain't doing that. Uh, no, uh, I right, bought so. fanny packs for out of style. Yeah. Um, I think you can still buy them. They're called Uniball Micro, and you can buy them at like Office Depot. They're at 1.0 tip felt it, and they don't bleed through. And that's what they were supposed oh. to be giving voters. If I, I mention Paul Pelosi and I ask for one ball, will they give me a discount? Thank you very much, David and Lansing. So go to the polls with your earth shoes and your fanny pack and pull out your one ball pen. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. Squirrel, are you more surprised that Lori Lightfoot is, in fact, homosexual or that Brady Preckwinkle claims she is not? I want to meet the convict that says I have to have that. Greg in Lake Geneva, first time voting where it counts, huh, kid? Yeah, baby. Uh, it, since uh, I moved out of Illinois last year, this is the very first time my vote will matter. Nice. You excited about and, it? You're going to uh, vote for uh, Chuck from Dullivan? For... Oh, absolutely. Good. Good. One yeah. for Chuck. Um, the barman? Yeah. Tim Michaels for governor, and uh, Ron Johnson, who's terrific. Ron Johnson is arguably in the top three of all-time best centers. He's the only one 
that put up a fight against this corrupt mafia and big pharma as they poisoned Americans. He's the only one. Talked about the young girls that were suffering from all kinds of ailments, least of which is not the Bell's palsy, which has you looking like Dr. Awari. I mean, if he loses, it's a tragedy. Thank you, Greg, and I'm happy for you because it feels great. This is what I want every Illinoisan to understand. It feels great when you know you're not ruled by a tiny, tiny Irish mafia. Mike and Moni, if this has to do with a pantsuit size joke, I mean, it's a layup. <laughs> yeah, well, this is... This oh, you can't swear. Don in Bloomingdale. <laughs> Sean. I, the guy that got two words we, out. One of them was a swear word. Go ahead. That's a, that's a, that's an all-time bracket breaker. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Sean, we've got video poker. We've got off-track betting. We've got casinos. We've got pot. Let's go for broke and just go with legalized prostitution. Let's go. Yeah. Well, we got it. It's called lobbying, and every Democrat's in it, and not a one of them could raise more than <laughs> six bucks for prostitution. Not six bucks. It'd be like Madison Avenue in the 70s. You kidding me? <laughs> Tony Prankwick will have to sign a loan to get me to perform. Thank you very much. Mike in Libertyville. Sean, hi. Hi. I was on my speaker earlier. Sorry about that. No problem. Much better. So, uh, I grew up in Franklin Park. I hung out at the Circle in Elmwood Park as my teens. Yeah. So I might have ran into you back in the day at Johnny's. You don't know a girl so today, that has my 1986 Gucci watch, do you? I cannot no, find I don't. it. I know you're still looking for that. All right, go ahead. Yeah, so I voted with my daughter today, touch screen, about an hour and a half to vote. A few hundred people were there during nice. lunch, so it looked like a good crowd. It looked positive. All right, this is so my wife and I went to a restaurant in Libertyville. Darren Bailey was there, so I gave him my top five. Do you, Trump, do you support Trump impeachment? No. Do you want the jab? No. Was the 2020 election conducted fairly? No. Should the taxes for U.S. on the rich? No. And do you support that, the death penalty? No. Yes. Good. So I said, Sean Thompson wants to talk to you. And he, and he stepped back and he looked at me and I go, give the man a call. So I don't think he did because I listen to you every day. No. But. That's all right. He's a good guy. I'm supporting him. I hope he wins. It's Illinois' last chance. I'll be back. If, oh, no, I won't. At the end of the show... Damn it. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.